This is an extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast of a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Thank you, President Muhammad. I am proud to introduce our capital program team this evening. Uh, Ms. Stephanie Corona, Kevin Stansbury, and uh, Bernard Rice, who will speak with us this evening regarding the annual report of our 2023 capital programs. They will provide a summary of the work achieved to date in the improvement of the Ann Arbor Public School facilities that our students and staff uh, go to every day. With each capital improvement project over the last year and since the passage of the bond, uh, Ann Arbor Public Schools continues to keep the promises and commitments made to our students, to our staff, to our community, and we thank our Ann Arbor community for the support of the students and families with this generational investment in Ann Arbor Public Schools. And with that, I will turn it over to our capital programs team. Uh, thank you for having us here. Uh, my name is Stephanie Crona. I'm with Gilbane Building Company, and we're the program managers for the capital program. Uh, thank you for having us. Uh, board, trustees, president, and um, superintendent. So we'd like to share with you the annual report. The annual report is a summary of the work that has been done in the past and also the work that's been done this past year. Um, the annual report will be able to be found also on the district website if you'd like to view it further. This is just meant as an overview of the 70 pages. We are not going over 70 pages today. <laughs> We're just gonna hit the highlights. The beginning of our report basically indicates that um, a little bit of history about the bond. Again, that is also on the, on the uh, bond site. I encourage everybody to go to a2schoolsbond.org for all information regarding the bond, sinking funds, and capital program. Part of the annual report is just showing about what the difference between a bond and sinking fund is. I'm not going to go over that again. Again, please check out the website for that. Um, reiterating the fact that there are four focus areas of the bond, which include teaching and learning, safety, health, and well-being, sustainability, efficient, and efficient systems. So far, we've had two phases to the capital programs. Phase one has to really do with the early work that was focusing on air conditioning, LED lighting, um, helping with the comfort of our current buildings, focusing on the greatest needs to stabilize our buildings. Phase two is going to be really our major modernizations and replacement of some of our schools. This past year, we did 50 projects. Um, in past, that's up from, I think we did 32 in the in past. Um, but here's a listing of all of the buildings that have received air conditioning and LED lighting. We are still at Clegg and Forsyth. Lawton, we will be setting a rooftop unit actually uh, next week. And uh, we have LED lighting replacement scheduled for Abbott and Hazley. Just a little bit of the work. Many of these, if you had looked at the uh, fall report that we provided, we provided a lot of photos. This is just a summary of the work that was accomplished. You can keep kind of slowly scrolling through there. Um, one thing that you did not see is uh, the transportation building. We were actually under construction at the time. Um, there, we actually uh, created a new dispatch area and um, modernized it. It was uh, in pretty, um, it needed some work. So keep going, please. We actually added an entrance. So if you come to the building, you know where to enter into. And we also did work at Wines Elementary School. 
In addition to the air conditioning and lighting projects, we worked on theater rigging. Our theater rigging in our schools was from the original, in some cases from 1950. So that work needed yeah. to be replaced for safety and security. Our elevators are also, many of them are the original. We are in the process right now of replacing elevators through the district. For anybody who's at Clegg, you know that our Clegg elevator is currently down. Um, we have ordered a new elevator, but it takes about a year for the, due to supply chain for our elevator to come in. We anticipate that that elevator will be in place this summer. We continue doing paving improving projects. We focused on BAW this year. And we'll continue doing paving projects every year to stabilize our, our sites and our facilities. Here on high schools received much needed improvement on their stairs. Anybody who was there, you saw it. I don't really need to say anything more about it. We've done a lot of work at here on high school. And more importantly, that retaining wall by the track was what was holding up that driveway. We replaced the retaining wall to stabilize the driveway. And this, you'll see some work happening there this December. We're going to start on, this, on additional site lighting for the Huron uh, site to make it safer for students and staff and those visiting. Roofing is highly important for our buildings. It keeps the elements out and protects the inside of our buildings and ho uh, holds up our, our, uh, our facilities. And we did uh, re-roofing re re work at... Um, Tappan and Scarlet. And right after that, we put in solar. If you want to continue, continue, keep scrolling. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, playgrounds. Um, right now, we are currently working on new preschool playgrounds at um, Pittsfield and Lakewood for preschool. And we're always doing stormwater improvements. This year, we did stormwater improvements at Baugh Elementary School. And we also did work at the Thurston, uh, Thurston Elementary School by the pond. This, you can stop right here because I'm sure everybody's seen this. Why is there a big hole at Huron? Well, um, this is part of the facade repair that needs to occur throughout the district. We have done facade assessments. This was the worst. We took down the facade before it came down. So that was done in an emergency work to occur before school started. Um, we have now put it out for bid, received bids, and had them approved by the Board of Education. And now we will start on the, the repair work of putting the brick back up this spring. Scarlet, we had some repair work to do there this summer. And we will be coming back to Scarlet to do repair work uh, in 2024. In addition to that, we added a, uh, a vestibule in Tappan. We also improved and created a new uh, choir room and band room at Ann Arbor Open. Restored, anybody who'd been by community, we've been working there for two years, had that uh, lawn restored and some security fencing, and added fire alarm over at the Freeman Education Center. Environmental Center, I'm sorry. We stabilized the Pioneer bleachers. Those bleachers are up for replacement uh, in 2025. And we also added preschool classrooms at Lakewood and Pittsfield. 
continued our, uh, our theater lighting improvements at Pioneer. And this is the big one, um, Pioneer Auto Lab before, after. Wow. Made some major improvements to the Auto Lab. In addition to um, adding some solar, we had to actually protect the solar equipment that's located on the exterior of the building. Our underground store, our underground fuel tanks are now replaced with above ground fuel tanks and new fuel distribution in addition to our electric bus charging stations. We wanted to highlight a few projects and one of them is Clegg Middle School. Now we are actually in the, in the second year of renovation and we just finished actually last week. So I'm pretty sure the students and staff are happy to have construction out of there at this point in time. Um, but some major improvements occurred there with um, our LED lighting. We do have a geothermal um, heat system or geothermal system in for our HVAC. Uh, we added air conditioning to the building, and you can see the new chiller. At Forsyth, we are still at Forsyth working and will continue to be at Forsyth working until March. Mostly supply chain. We're waiting for equipment at this point. A lot of LED lighting and ceiling replacement, adding air conditioning throughout the building. This building also has a geothermal system that was installed. And at this point, I'm going to turn it over to Kevin, who's going to talk about our new schools and our replacement schools and modernizations. Thanks, Stephanie. Good evening, trustees and superintendent. So I'll, I'll be talking a couple times we have um, six projects that we're in planning in 2023. Mitchell is the first we're going to review tonight. Mo most of you have seen this before, but it's a four-section PK-5 located adjacent to existing Mitchell. We continued engagements there mostly in early spring, or uh, sorry, late winter, early spring. This is an example of, I think, parent and, and or teacher engagements. We have artifacts, I guess, from our engagements for all of these, and you'll see either students or adults, and it's parents or teachers if it's adults. Uh, our next one is Pathways, which you've also seen, and this is also an image um, which many of you have seen, which we shared with the neighbors um, in late winter. Pathways is going to be a new school south of the existing school. We are going to retain a portion of the existing building that will house the Roz Clinic where it is now, adult ed where child care is now and the gym will be used for high school robotics practice and this is examples of the engagements we did at pathways um, then we have new projects that we're i think bringing for the first time to the board tonight one is dickon elementary it's a replacement of the existing school on the existing campus it'll be south of the new building same enrollment it'll be a two-story two and a half section school we did engagements um, in pretty much all year, starting in January. These are examples of parent and student engagements. The, a number of classes read a book to their class called uh, If I Built a School by Chris Van Dusen. And then at lunch, students were given a prompt and asked to, in words or in pictures, describe their ideal school. And that's what this is an image of. Uh, our next one is Logan. Logan is going to be on the Clay campus, a two-story, four-section PK-5. 
And here's examples of engagements. And at Logan, and you'll see again at Thurston, we used uh, a relatively new process. We're understanding maybe the second in the world where we used uh, AI and got prompts from the students and the AI engines then generated images of the spaces the students were <laughs> describing. This is the process where an adult is describing how the prompts work and then we'll show a couple examples on the next page. And so um, down below here, these are examples of the kinds of spaces that the students described as prompts and that the AI engines and then, then generated and they're almost universally calming, small spaces that students can, can learn in. This is more examples of what AI has generated. This is all in your report. You can, you can look at it. And we have more examples of this if you're interested. Um, this is examples at Logan. Uh, Thurston went through the same process. Thurston will be a new four-section school on the existing Thurston campus. Engagements for Dickon, Thurston, Logan, and you'll see in a minute, Slauson pretty much occurred at the same time. Um, Logan and Thurston were the two that benefited from the AI process. And these are the images that were generated from AI based on student prompts at Thurston. Same sort of spaces. Um, nice light, greenery, comfortable seating. This is what we're hearing our students need from our students. Slauson's different than the other five we've talked about so far in that it's a major modernization rather than new construction. So we'll be constructing improvements at Slauson while school's in session over the course of three school years, I believe. Um, but the engagement process there was similar, except that rather than an AI-generated student engagement or uh, reading a book to a student and then getting pictures from them, we use surveys. These are middle schoolers. We provided a number of pictures of settings and question prompts, and not surprisingly, like their younger siblings at the elementary schools, the students at Slauson also expressed a need for comfortable, well-lit spaces with a lot of greenery. Um, and that is pretty much in short what we did at these schools. I'll step up a little bit later to show you the tons of engagements that we, that we did. Stephanie's gonna come back. So the next thing is on our sustainability um, update and just some quick facts. We have solar at um, numerous schools. We are already seeing the return on the investment uh, immediately uh, on those. Um, you'll see it in the report. I'm not going to dwell on everything, but we do have geothermal at Forsyth and Clegg. Uh, Clegg has just been turned over, so we're very anxious to see the savings that we're going to see um, on our energy and utility costs. And by the way, savings on energy and utility is a direct relation to a reduction in the general fund, cost for general fund, which means more dollars for students. So this is why we're making these investments in solar and geothermal and why we're making the investments in more uh, sustainable and more energy efficient buildings so we can save on uh, general funds that can go to other places. Next. Um, a brief description of some of the IT uh, capital infrastructure improvements that have occurred. A lot of our server rooms have um, seen upgrades. Technology continues to be uh, key in our buildings, and we continue to upgrade uh, to, to account for it. On the operations side, um, in addition to our capital improvement projects, we also are doing improvements with our, our food service. 
Many of our food service equipment is from the original construction of those buildings, dating back in the 50s, 60s, no, just 50s and 60s. So um, we are now replacing uh, a lot of our food serving equipment in addition and doing improvements to our cafeterias. We have started an art room furniture pilot program to check out for new art room furniture. We tested it out right now at Scarlet. It's being tested out at Scarlet Middle School to see how it functions before we make a, a district-wide investment. And we'll continue doing these pilot programs to make sure that the decisions that are being made are the right ones. We are including um, staff and students in that feedback. So uh, continuing on is the engagement, and you're going to see a lot of so this is a list of the engagements we did at the six schools we spoke about earlier in 2023. There are a lot here, but in most years, we won't have six major projects that are still in planning. There's a pattern here. Basically, January through end of May is when we're in schools quite a bit, talking to school leaders, design advisories, staff, and students. We spend a little bit of time in the summer when we can get... Um, when we can get an audience talking to the departments about standards and then a little bit of a wrap up with the community in the fall, typically. So th this is what we did. There's 90 unique, distinct engagements and 50, you know, shorter meetings uh, on a regular basis with school leaders. So in addition to that, we are always reach out to um, any of the professional organizations that can assist us in our capital improvements. And that includes everybody from our construction, uh, personal and professional organizations, also on a state, local, um, and national level when we go and bid project, publicly bid projects out. And always, I'm going to plug again, a2schoolsbond.org. Feel free to go there to get additional information. Next part is the financial update. It's a, a summary. Now, I just want to remind everybody that the capital program includes, again, bond and sinking fund dollars. Bond dollars are spent differently than sinking fund dollars. There's rules to that, and so we need to stick within the rules of how those funds are used. In summary, we've had uh, over $186 million of capital improvements. We have had a total of $226 million to date of, of um, improvements that include um, annual repair and maintenance that are also included in the capital program. So this is out of the $1.4 billion that was approved for bond and sinking funds. Again, you can see this, go ahead and look at this on the, uh, on the district website. Um, this report will be uploaded uh, tomorrow to the a2schoolsbond.org site. So. Um, and last is a, just a history of uh, previous property acquisitions that have occurred. Again, this is an annual report talking about the past, not just this past year, but in, in total. So and previously we have um, had property acquisitions, this building being one of them, the Stone School Ro uh, Road property, which is where pathways, the new pathways will be uh, built upon. And then the Nixon Road properties, which our new uh, Logan Elementary School would be built upon. So, and then we also acquired some property over at Ellsworth for potential future opportunities. And what do we have coming up? Well, our next uh, two schools coming out of the gate is Lakewood Elementary and Lawton Elementary. So we will start with our engagements in the spring. 
And so for families from Lakewood and Lawton, be prepared. You'll start seeing some uh, correspondence coming. You may have your kids come home and say that they got to participate. Um, and we're excited to move into those schools next. So that concludes. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast, featuring a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Please subscribe to our podcast to hear Superintendent Swift talk about important AAPS issues and more. You can find out more about AAPS at a2schools.org.